This installment of Beethoven on Friday was recorded for release on June 4th, 2021. Greetings. My name is Terry Noltow, and on this installment of Beethoven on Friday, we're going to explore Beethoven's own alternate versions of a number of his compositions. And he made or authorized all of these. And in the case of the one that can be described as authorized, he certainly supervised its preparation. There's an anecdote there but I'll save that when I get to the work in question. The first of these is a reminder that Beethoven was a commercial musician. He did not have either a sinecure or a salaried position. Beethoven was, throughout his life, a freelance operator both as a performer and ultimately as a composer. Still, he knew that there were times when he was going to have to go where the money was. He didn't particularly care for string arrangements of piano pieces, and he was, shall we say, quite forthright about that dislike. He wrote in July of 1802 a letter to the publisher Breitkopf in Leipzig. And he, as I said, is quite upfront. As to the works to be arranged, I am heartily delighted that you have refused them. The unnatural mania, now so prevalent, for transferring even piano compositions to string instruments, instruments which in all respects are so utterly different from one another, should really be checked. I firmly maintain that only Mozart could arrange for other instruments the works he composed for the piano, and Haydn could do this too and without wishing to force my company on those two great men, I make the same statement about my own piano sonatas also. I have arranged only one of my sonatas for a string quartet, because I was so earnestly implored to do so, and I am quite convinced that nobody else could do the same thing with ease. End quote. The one arrangement is a string quartet that he made based on the piano sonata in E major, opus 14, number 1. Let us hear 
the piano sonata first. In this performance, which was recorded in the Beethoven Saal in Hanover, Germany, in October of 1987, the pianist is Stefan Litvin.
Ludwig van Beethoven, the piano sonata in E major, opus 14, number 1. The pianist Stefan Litvin, who is the George Kennedy Distinguished Professor at the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. He enjoys a distinguished international career, both as a pianist and as a teacher. Now, let us have the string quartet that Beethoven made out of that piano sonata. He transposes it into F major. It has, in essence, no opus number, just after the piano sonata in E major, opus 14, number 1. The tempo markings are slightly different. The first movement is marked allegro moderato, and the piano sonata simply allegro. The middle movement is an allegretto in both versions. The rondo allegro comodo that concludes the piano sonata is simply an allegro in the string quartet arrangement. In this performance, the La Salle Quartet, Walter Levin, first violin, he also mentored Stefan Litvin, by the way, Henry Meyer is the second violin, the violist Peter Kamnitzer, and the cellist Lee Weiser. Ludwig van Beethoven, the string quartet in F major that he himself made out of the piano sonata in E major, opus 14, number 1.
the string quartet in F major that Ludwig van Beethoven made himself out of the piano sonata in E major, opus 14, number 1. It's good. Beethoven didn't think enough of it, however, to publish it with an opus number, and officially his string quartets start with opus 18, number 1. The recording that you've just heard was made in the Plenarsaal of the Akademie der Wissenschaften in Munich, Germany, in February of 1987. The LaSalle Quartet, Walter Levin and Henry Meyer, violins, Peter Kamnitzer, viola, and Lee Pfizer, violoncello. The LaSalle Quartet disbanded in 1987. That probably is the last recording that they made. And, if so, it is a worthy valedictory, I must say. The next composition that Beethoven turned into something else is the Symphony Number no. 2 in D Major, Opus 36. Beethoven made a piano trio version, also Opus 36, and it's damn good. Let us have the symphony first. This performance was recorded in the Walthamstow Assembly Hall in London, England, in August of 1984. Christopher Hogwood directs the Academy of Ancient Music, whose members are playing on authentic instruments.
recorded in the Walthamstow Assembly Hall in London, England, in August of 1984. The Academy of Ancient Music, playing on authentic instruments. Ludwig van Beethoven, the Symphony No. 2 in D Major, Opus 36. That's the familiar version, of course. The version that relatively few people have heard, and it is absolutely authentic, is the version for pianoforte, violin, and violoncello, piano trio, that Beethoven himself prepared. It comes as something of a surprise, for a variety of reasons. First of all, the manner in which Beethoven adapts the composition for full orchestra to a small chamber ensemble. And secondly, and it is astonishing, if you didn't know that it was a reworking of a composition for full orchestra, you'd never guess it. This performance, and I don't have a date for it, unfortunately, but it probably dates from the late 1980s, early 1990s. The forte pianist Robert Levin. The string players are members of Sir John Elliot Gardner's orchestra, L'Orchestre Révolutionnaire et Romantique. The violinist is the marvelous Peter Hansen. The cellist is David Watkin. Ludwig van Beethoven, the piano trio in D major, opus 36.
Ludwig van Beethoven, the Piano Trio in D Major, Opus 36. The alternate version, and Beethoven prepared it himself, of the Symphony No. 2 in D Major, Opus 36. Personally, I think the Piano Trio version ought to be played a lot more frequently than it is. It's wonderful, just flat-out wonderful. In that performance, the forte pianist was Robert Levin. Peter Hansen was the violinist, David Watkin the cellist. Mr. Hansen and Mr. Watkin are both members of the Orchestre Révolutionnaire et Romantique, the authentic instrument orchestra founded by Sir John Elliot Gardner, specifically for the performance of music by Mozart, Beethoven, and beyond. Moving forward, not moving backwards. That's his English Baroque soloists. Now we get to the comparison that technically is not in the correct chronological order. In 1796 or thereabouts, Beethoven composed a string trio, which he titled Serenade in D Major. It's Opus 8. It was published by Artaria, and the announcement of its publication appeared in the Wiener Zeitung on October 7th, 1797. A number of years later, there was a transcription made. I will explain all of that after we have heard this marvelous performance of the String Serenade, the Serenade for String Trio in D Major, Opus 8, a recording that was made in Los Angeles on August 15th and August 22nd, 1960. Yasha Heifetz was the violinist, William Primrose, the violist, and Gregor Piatigorsky, the cellist.
Ludwig van Beethoven. The Serenade in D Major for String Trio, Opus 8, which Artaria published for Beethoven in 1797. Well, a few years went by, and Artaria got the wonderful idea, let's make a transcribed version of it, which they did. They turned it into the Notturno in D major for viola and piano, opus 42. Well, Beethoven wasn't happy. He was, to put it bluntly, quite annoyed because he had asked, had not authorized it, Artaria had not asked him to do it, and Beethoven felt, number one, the transcription was not up to his standards, and two, he wasn't making money on it. Beethoven not only got annoyed, he got even. He took this transcription and revised it. The poor soul who made the original transcription for Artaria was one Franz Zaver Heinz Klein, who otherwise is forgotten by posterity. The recording that I have chosen to share with you on this installment of Beethoven on Friday is a historic one. It was made in 1947. The reason I chose it is the violist happens to be William Primrose, who was the violist in the recording of the Serenade Opus 8. There's a wrinkle here. Primrose tootled it around a bit. He shifted some of the material that Beethoven gave to the piano to the viola. Primrose later published this edition, dedicating it to the great English violist Lionel Turtis, who was 28 years older. The pianist in this performance was William Primrose's regular accompanist at the time, David Steimer.
Van Beethoven, except it's only partially Beethoven. The original unauthorized transcription was made in 1803 by Franz Zaver Heinz Klein at the behest of Beethoven's publishers at the time, Artaria. When Beethoven found out, he hit the ceiling. He was furious because, first of all, he wasn't asked. Second of all, he felt he should have been commissioned to make the transcription and thus to have made the money. It made him so angry that he made significant corrections to Klein's transcriptions and then published it as his own, 
through the publishing firm of Hofmeister and Kühnel, with whom he also had a relationship. And it is that version that the late, great William Primrose played for that recording with David Steimer at the piano. It's not pure Klein Beethoven because Primrose moved certain piano passages to the viola, uh, which I guess he was entitled to do. So the recording is in and of itself a little bit gamey, but not as a performance. What a wonderful performance that is. It was recorded for RCA Victor Red Seal on December 17, 1947. And, as I said, a transcription, initially unauthorized, of the Serenade for String Trio in D Major, Opus 8, by Ludwig van Beethoven. <laughs> 